Welcome to Advocates Podcast. This is your host Shaza and you have just tuned into episode 57. So, just over 3 weeks ago, one of the worst earthquakes in Turkey and Syria's history devastated the world and turned some parts of their countries to ruins. Now, in these situations, people often talk about the resilience of children. But there's no way something like this doesn't affect them. There is a myth about children's resilience, but the fact is resilience is a relationship of what happens. And no matter how resilient you are, this kind of disaster can completely overwhelm you. Children and teenagers could show signs of mental health just like everybody else. They are not strangely or magically protected. Even preschool children can have post-disaster syndrome. They might seem much more anxious or developmentally delayed. For instance, they were able to tie their shoelaces, but now they can't. They could feed themselves, but now they can't. Talking in baby voices, which they weren't doing before, clinging to their parents or relative. They can get severe mental health syndromes, and this may need to be treated for a very long time. Due to these heavy trauma loads they may have difficulty learning in schools forming relationships and they may harm themselves later on the greatest trauma therapy around the world is done by parents we need to encourage parents and caregiver to look after themselves reach out for help work on their mental health and it's the most powerful thing to do my last few weeks were spent mostly working with parents and teachers on how they can help children who are exposed to this stressing news and how they can help them cope at home and in school it can be particularly difficult for children to understand therefore parents should be aware of how their children may be processing the news as a rule we suggest being careful when watching tv with a child in the room if you're a parent with the habit of watching the news while your child is present in the room you should note that you may be risking your child's mental health after each major and critical event unfortunately a lot of fake news goes viral on social media there is something this is something you should also look out for because it can confuse your child thankfully you can avoid your child's exposure to distressing content on google searches or social media using parental control apps And if your child is already exposed to distressing news, one of the key things you can do is to monitor their behavior and emotional state. You should be watchful for these signs in your child. See if there are any changes in sleeping patterns or changes in appetite or changes in mood. If there are any signs of distress, you should talk to your child and discuss the event in a supportive and reassuring way. Now how to discuss distressing news with children? So when it comes to discussion discussing distressing events with children there is no one size fits all approach. You should consider your child's level of understanding and underlying psychological issues and the severity of the news event. You should also be aware of your own emotional state and be mindful of how this may be affecting your child. 
Ultimately, you should focus on providing your child with accurate information in an age-appropriate manner, while also reassuring them and providing emotional support. As parents, you need to provide children with accurate information about, about news events as this can help reduce anxiety and confusion. You should also reassure your children and focus on aspects of the news that highlight hope and resilience. It is important to consider the age of the child as well as their level of understanding of the events and any underlying psychological issues. It's important to keep the discussion with children calm and positive and to make it clear that the news has been taken in and processed. Thank you for tuning in. Head over to the Advocates channel on all podcast platforms for more episodes. Until next week, good night.